0: Yes, people. So we're back. Another fresh episode. I don't know what the numbers are, but we're going to start putting the numbers on the title Mm -hmm. um, of the OHB Academy podcast. You know, how to help personal trainers, people in the fitness industry or people who are just interested in the fitness industry, understand how it works, the business of it, how to, you know, make a success of yourself. So we're going to just flick through a few um, different topics today. I've got myself, Michael. But it's driving the building. And yeah, man, we're here to kind of kick some knowledge. So, first thing is, I mean, we were just talking before the, the cameras rolled about like a new sign up in the academy who literally completed something we give, we, we, t- we, we estimate, we tell you that so it should take you seven to 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, but We give some people 30 days, They say it's taking a bit long. And he's done most of it in three days. And we were just talking about the fact that like that is us, that's what we would do. We've jumped our mentorships and you set the bar. I'm not even gonna lie, I'll give you that one because I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna wake up in the morning. I just had to call with the person, you know, in the in the morning next day, I'm gonna get it done. You've gone through it the same night. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've gone through it the same night. I'm like, run behind already. All right, cool, I've got to go through it. But that's the energy we just bring, you know? Um, because when you're starting a, a business or whatever, and then you take that bold move of investing in yourself. Like, it's exciting it's like whoa, like this was all the missing information I didn't have now I just get to do it so but why do you think people are different like even people just a quick one like people there's like there's even information on YouTube like why do you think some people take action and some people don't I think I don't know I always think paying makes you want to have <laughs> yeah, yeah, I always think when I pay for something does, yeah. like I need
1: to get it done so that's why coaches that are struggling to build their online coaching business. They're just not putting the pieces together because there's so much information on YouTube, on Instagram, on TikTok. There's bare, there's bare consultants. There's loads of mentors. So maybe they're they're in this free group. They're in that free group. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And then they're not they're not ready. And also there's a little bit of if they ain't invested. What's the what's the saying? You pay, you pay attention. Uh, pay, you pay attention. So I think once we pay, I'm just like, bro, paid. So I need to make it work. That's my mindset, and that's why I like. As soon as I jump on something, I'll just run through the videos. I'll put the videos on double speed, take some notes of so the most important parts. I'm good to go.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, man. Yeah, no, definitely. Like You're, you're definitely even like, you got me in that mentality. So, I, I like that now where if I sign up to something, I'll even try to do it on the same night. But I would have always done it like the next day or anyway. That's my, my mentality as well. But why do some people not take action and let things get in the way? And why do you think people do that? They're not hungry, bro. I they're just not hungry. Like. <laughs> they ain't got the tunnel vision, bro. I
1: think that, I don't know, I just think sometimes there's like a level of hunger that you've got to have, yeah? When you want something to really, really work. And I think, I think also, I don't know, it's hard for me to say, but I feel like sometimes when people, when people feel like, okay, I've got another option, they won't put in as much work. So like, I feel like for me, I always put myself like, there's no other option. I can't go back to working for somebody, I can't go back to the gym, so when I, when I act with that kind of energy, it just allows me to, I'll stay up an extra few hours to make sure this is right or I'll make sure that you know this message gets sent out, or I'll make sure I do my numbers for the week because I know, alright cool, I know if I do the numbers I'll be okay kind of thing. So I think some people, you know like some PTs, they've got like part-time jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't ever put themselves in a fire where it's like diving in, yeah, the, like the okay. bridge, yeah. it's like and I think even when I was playing football, yeah, it was like I never really thought about doing anything else. Yeah. So if I fell, I fell. Obviously I failed, so it's like boom. But I put myself as far as I could physically before failing, isn't it? No, all eggs, in- all eggs in one basket, which is a pro and a con. Like I always think if you give yourself a plan B, you're already thinking about well,
0: ex- know, the exit. Hey. You're not lying, bro, because it's like, I fall fool, I, I fool in and out of that sometimes because I heard a lot of the times people always talk about Plan B, like and it's like, you know, African-Caribbean households, yeah? Like, <laughs> you're told, like, yeah. get that get a Plan B. B yeah. It, yeah, So it's almost a bit wired into me, but then I'm always listening to people that are more successful, and it's always that common thread of, no plan B like you win or you you, you yeah. win in it there's no other option um but do you think that the problem stems with maybe we've got more entrepreneurs than do you think they're needed because I kind of think that everybody should be business-minded right even if you're a normal nine-to-five person you should be business-minded but should everyone have a business and then maybe it's the same way with the, the PT's like everybody you know you can be business minded even if you're working for a gym but should you actually have a business Mm. some people shouldn't have a business bro (laughs) like they shouldn't because Yeah, yeah
1: i made a post today actually like it's hard bro yeah it's actually hard like when i actually think about it like what we do or what a lot of even people that are way more successful than us like i think like people say even like people like elon musk or jeff bezos and stuff like People talk about them as if they're supposed to give their money away and da 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 but, bro, those guys, they work hard. I was watching the Elon Musk documentary when I was flying to Jamaica. Um, I only got through the first two episodes. But this guy don't sleep, bro. Yeah, yeah, one of them too. He's talking about that. He literally operates off two hours of sleep. He's had, what, two divorces, three divorces. All his his jobs have ruined his marriages. Um, You know, he barely spends time with his kids. Those are a lot of sacrifices that people... Like most people, even me, I'm. I can't say I ain't got kids, but I'm not sure I'd be willing to make those kind of sacrifices. Like, mean, yeah. he don't sleep. Like, and I don't know about Jeff Bezos. I haven't listened. I don't know much about his life story, but like Elon Musk, bro. I know he's on one divorce at least. I know because they <laughs> she,
0: she took after <laughs> she took yeah, but, the money, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like written.
1: he's that kind of work ethic. That's why. Also, he's a genius and he's talented as well. Trillions, but yeah. yeah so I don't think having a business for everyone just because of. The amount of work, bro. Like, in some cases, you do kind of work more than if you had, like,
0: a standard job. Nah, in all cases, it's like, I guess the, the natural progression is mm-hmm. that you'd hope for is that you go extra hard at the beginning, mm-hmm. like, you build a foundation, and then you learn or you pay somebody to teach you how to, like, scale. systemize, and scale. <laughs> systemize and scale. Um, but some people are really not ready for that initial part. Yeah. And they just, they like, I think some people just see it and they just get frightened and they just think, oh, mate, is this, actually do I actually have to do this now? Because it,
1: it blows my mind, yeah, like, when, and anybody who's had like a long series of clients in any type of coaching business, you do get people that sign up mm-hmm. and literally mm-hmm. do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> just, just literally they <laughs> really run away. But it blows my mind, bro, because I'm like, you're giving it all the big chat on the sales call, like yeah, you know, Jav. Yeah, I'll do everything you say. Just oh, tell me what to do, man. I'll do it, yeah. bro. Too much on the line. I'm like, yo, why are you? Where are you? Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> Oh, you know what? It was just a bit hard. I don't think I want to continue. But well, you're giving it all the big chat. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. bro, it's hard, bro. Like it's not easy. And I think, I think when people, it's like they walk across the bridge and they're like, okay, am I gonna? we for this Why
0: am I gonna turn around and, and Ooh, most, most people just run back most people walk back bro most people run back that's man. what happens bro but it's like if you're in that place it's like it's not that nobody should should run a business and it's not that like you can't do it like we said it's hard but you just kind of understand that like you got to choose your heart mm. because you know we had the episode with Teo and he's saying like you know everybody has the heart too in the, at work I joked about it but there's yeah, that's hard for me like I can't have than you know the the line manager telling me, uh, you know what I mean like <laughs> leaning over my 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 chair and that's that is that's hard like and it sounds like funny but no that is hard that will hurt me. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say to yeah, you. Yeah. So you got to choose your your hard, innit, it. You know I'd rather like be on my laptop and maybe like you know a couple late nights and then you know um, so you got to choose your hard. But one thing, especially in the PT world, I think. And I made a post about this today. It's just that, do you want to be a hypocrite? Because all right, you say you want to help people, even if you are a PT on a gym floor, and you want to tell somebody who's never lifted weights before—they just maybe they weren't fortunate enough to be pushed down that route or choose that route when they were when they were younger—and you want to tell them, "No, lift this heavy weight. You can do that," and then continue to do that four times a week and then keep coming back, keep coming back, even when you're hurting and it feels shit. And um, you know, keep eating this, even though you like you're literally wired and everybody around you and your family's eating crap. You so you're telling people every day to do the hard work and and do exactly what the, you know, the sort of um similar thing is, but you don't want to do that in your business. Mm. Gary V made a, a a post about that or video. He's like, he, he's like you, I think you posted that, yeah. But and he's like, they make worse. He said he make they the look Yeah, they're so. the biggest hypocrites. <laughs> so it's like, let that be that inspiration for you. You have to lead for the front, or you 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 might as well go get another profession. Yeah, like, like and it's true, bro. Coaches are the biggest
1: hypocrites. I, I'm not saying Man's perfect. There's been things that maybe I just quit it because I did, I weren't feeling it or it didn't suit me. Or not? I know. I wouldn't say I've ever quit. I've maximized it. I didn't see the results I wanted, and I put in all the work that the person told me to do. I didn't feel like it was bearing fruit, and I've tried and I've communicated that with the coach or with the mentor. So I've never quit. Like, yeah, like everything we've done, we've given it at least six months or something like that, even longer than that. No, we haven't. Like, I've never, yeah, I've never done like, oh, I've done two months and then I'm leaving kind of thing. No. but coaches will be on this. Oh, you got to work hard. You got to count your calories. You got to do this. But they're not. They're not doing it. And you know what, yeah? That actually not a spiritual thing, but in an energy way, yeah. it, it it reflects on why they can't pick up clients, you know. Of course it is. Yeah. They're not living their truth. Yeah. Because they're yeah. talking one way about I work hard, I do this, but they're not living
0: they're telling you to do something that they don't live. There's no synergy. There's no synergy, bro. There's no synergy, there's, there's no, no synergy. Flow state. Like with flow state from what the little I've read about it is when your actions and your words and what you're putting out there is they're just all aligning. Mm. So, you know, if you're doing one and the other, I think we've all, I've been there before where my synergy wasn't there because I not I was doing, or I was project basically doing that. But yeah, like probably at a, a, a far depth level. Cause I, I do go hard. Um, but that makes that, that, that leads me to a point. Cause you talk about the, um, like obtaining clients. And I think that point, the the if you're actually in it now, and you're an online coach, the point where it gets hard, if you're not living your truth, is sales call, mm. you know? And sales calls, if you don't know if you're fresh or you're new to online coaching or you're just hearing about it, because a lot of people tell me that, like, you know, I don't know about online, how does it work? The entry point for somebody to get into your program is via a sales call. Yeah, if you're going to take any decent amount of money. Some people do, preach and talk about the no sales call methods or the dms but especially like we have to put things into context in the uk you're to make decent sales you're probably going to have to do a sales call right so what are you yeah, like, what some of the things you you think that um can just really mess people up in sales school? because for example we had a, one of our, our, our members right who had his first call a uh, first sale recently in it yeah, so he's been with us for a while. <laughs> he's been grinding. He didn't have it easy, but, you know, maybe they did make it easy for himself, but you know who you are, like, and he, he got his first um, um big sale. But just before that, he had a sales call that was crap, right? I, I didn't even fully listen to it. You listened to it. <laughs> I wish I did it now. But boy, <laughs> at 45 minutes, I can't get back. Yeah, yeah. So what's some of the the, the things that going into a sales call that yeah people should just know and everything? Wait, I like to sit out my sales calls in a certain way and I think
1: I learned a lot of this from one of the mentorships we was in and then also a lot of self-study by going on YouTube and being in certain Facebook groups and just downloading all the free trainings and a lot of it is just like I tried to not make it feel like a sales call and I think it's even harder in what we do now versus fitness because in fitness it's easier to do but obviously what we do people know that we're helping them sell this business so they It's a lot, it's not harder, but it's like, they know it's a sales call. Yeah, Fitness yeah. is more like, it flows naturally. Yeah, conversation flows general, a bit. Yeah. Like, so yeah. the first thing I try to do is break the ice, bro. Like casual conversation. I start my sales calls the same every time. I'll be like, they'll be, I'll be like oh, how are you? They'll be like, how are you? I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm just trying to stay out of trouble. I just laugh and they'll laugh, bro. Every time they laugh, guaranteed. That's the start point. Then I think where coaches go wrong is, they don't get enough clarity on the person. Yes. So, someone's, if I say to you, I I'll, I'll start, I don't get the words I'll say, boom. So, let's say in the next six months, things went exactly how you want them to go. Like, tell me precisely what's the specific result you want to achieve. And if they give me some bullshit answer, I'll be like, but can you just explain, explain what you mean by that? Or could but you it. expand on that? And then if I still don't get it, I'll repeat their goal to them and then I'll, and then I will add what I think they meant because sometimes people can't verbalize what they mean right and mm. like someone might say oh I want to tone up yeah yeah oh, okay so like do you mean like you want to lose 10 pounds of, of fat like yeah, you want to like what better, specifically yeah. and then they'll be like oh yeah, yeah 10 pounds of fat so you've got to get that clarity because the more clarity you have when they get to the end of the call if they are giving you maybe some objections you can actually it sounds mad but you can use it against them basically yeah, uh, 100%
0: yeah, so it's basically if there's any um if there's any type of uh there's any lack of clarity, then it just ruins the flow of the call. Mm. It ruins the you know the, the natural side of it and it it, it adds a layer of just uh, dishonesty to the to the whole thing because because it's like you're not speaking out the truth. So when when it gets to the end, it's easy for them to tell you that, oh yeah, no, I've just got um you know I've got to leave. I've got an I've got an appointment or I've got to, you know, um, do this or I have to talk. Me and my wife, we talk about every single decision. So I've got to do that when it's not true. But because you was already talking at a surface level and we never got to the grass, uh, to the root, I didn't pull the truth out of them. Then it's just easy for them to, to reflect on
1: And I think another thing that a lot of people do on sales calls is that they don't ask the r- enough questions or the right questions. Mm-hmm. So all of that stuff at the end, like, oh, I need to talk to my wife. Before I even get to the pitch, I'm asking them: Is your wife on board? Do they support you? I use this one line: Does your wife support you trying to get in better shape? And would they be willing? Would they be happy for you to like invest in that? And if they say no, then I'll be like, okay, well, is there any way we can get her on the next call or something like that? And I'll try to end the call a little bit earlier so I can get the wife on the call. Mm. Um, And it's about asking these questions before you pitch the program, so that you just you can never completely stop an objection coming. But we want to minimize. The amount of objections as, as we can. So asking the right questions is the key, really. And that's kind of what we give our clients with our sales scripts and stuff. Yeah. The right questions
0: to ask. Yeah, no, so I feel sometimes you definitely can avoid the objection though. Because what you said is so key. It's about asking the right questions. Because mm. if you don't, it's just gonna come all at the end. All right. And then when they, you know, when it, it all arrives, all those objections arrives then you're just a bit like dazed. Yeah, you're just, you, you, you know, because you've been you feel with, like, bro, I just wasted 45 minutes, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, So That's you, how you feel. You've got those emotions, then you're a bit shocked that you don't really know how to respond because it's all been, in, you know, and uh, conversation can be going so smooth and then it it goes left. Mm. And then that's a bit of a shock. So, yeah, sales calls are are definitely like um, very, they're intricate. And what we're giving you here is actually a, a lot of value because like you said, you know, you've downloaded some trainers and follow some people. And I know, we I don't really know the prices, but I know some people are charging some Bitcoin for sales trainings and programs. So what would you say is just like, not, just give me like one more tip that you would give somebody for their sales calls. This one, this one, I think
1: will make a difference is you need to find out their why. But there's two things. You need to find out their why and you need to create urgency. So finding out their why is more than just saying, why do you want to lose the weight? Because again, people give you a surface level answer, right? Yeah, yeah. So when you find out like their real reason why, um, and it's not, oh, I want to lose weight. It's, I want to lose weight because I'm tired of looking at myself in the mirror and not feeling sexy, or I'm tired because my partner doesn't find me attractive anymore and it's affecting our sex life, or I'm I've had a heart attack before and I want to be around for 10 more years for my kids. Like, those are the things that you can say to somebody okay so now we can start to create urgency 100% and then when we create urgency we can try to eliminate this i need to think about it thing because when you create urgency it's like okay well like if i found out already how deep it is for you i can then ask you a simple question is this a now thing or a later thing like why do you want to like, why do you actually want to do this is it something we can sort out now or are you happy to push it down the road for a few months? if they say they want to push it down the road for a few more months, I'm not even going to pitch. I had it literally on Wednesday. Yeah. I said to the I said to the kid, Yo, he's a young guy, 20, and he's working, working, I don't want to say everything, but he's working. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I was like to him, look, like, is this a now thing or a later thing? And he was like, you know what, to be honest, now that we've had this talk, I think it's something that I want to do a bit later. Bit later. So I just didn't pitch him. I was like, okay, well, I'll message you in two months. Yeah, so well. when you get that, when you find that out, it will help you avoid the, I need to think about it. So yeah because mm-hmm. you've got the why you've got the urgency, and then we can kind of
0: yeah push them to make a decision type of thing now that's the fact that's why it's it's important to do sales calls if you're trying to sell online coaching mm-hmm. because with the fitness it's it's very like there's no fence it's very like left or right because you can talk to someone uh try and tell them about fitness and they just like literally just par you off you know like yeah now I laugh and you know how much do you charge and just keep it so cordial quick with you and and just really not give you a chance or not a chance to give you that real value. Like most people will will shoot off the type of prices that we charge for online coaching if we just told them like that, yeah, you need to deliver the value first. If you get into a call and you hear certain things, like for example, I was on a call today um, with someone for fitness and um, I literally like, you know, what's the reason behind this? and, and And I dug deep because people will give you those surface level answers first. And we dug deep and then found out that you know what, like, he wants to change jobs. He's in a very, uh, you know, crazy role. And I I said it how it was. I said, you know what, like, I wanted to find out what kind of schedule, what your schedule is like. Like, I said, look, the reality is there are people who are enslaved type of jobs. (laughs) You know what I mean? We're like, (laughs) you know, like we're literally working around the clock um, outside of their contract and they just have to do it to keep things going and that's just how their thing works. I, I just wanted to know. And he, you know, revealed that, you know, he actually, his plan is to get out of his job, but he just doesn't have energy. don't feel like he's, you know, when that comes to play and someone's revealed that, uh, uh, you know, about themselves, when it comes to you trying to like tell them to join, it's a lot easier to pivot and say, okay, like, you want to think about that. Is Yeah, that that's how of think about is that like, yeah. you want to delay on this? And another
1: thing that I learned is actually during that conversational process, you actually want to start to paint a picture of um, someone that they don't want to be like. And an example I can give you is like, you almost want to tell like stories within your conversation about the type of actions that, that unsuccessful people take. Versus, right. so, so yeah, so it might be like, the scenario that I usually have and I've got written on my script is like, I literally have it in writing to uh, tell stories about why people who say, need to think about it are successful it's a good one yeah and i'll that's just try one. to think of something obviously i try to make it natural within the conversation yeah flow but i might be like yeah man um i remember i thought about this for a long time and to be honest like i wish i didn't think about it i wish i just took action straight away because that's the reason i didn't uh you know didn't, didn't win it might be like i might say something about crypto or i wish i took action straight away when it was popping because and you know yeah, have you ever had situations where you know you kind of delayed it and it didn't work out or whatever? You want to try and just create a scenario where you like shoot down people that need to think about it, or da 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 da, or even if like you, um, even like asking the partner, like you want to try and create scenarios where you want to find out if there's someone who takes takes charge of the actions yeah, rather than yeah. waiting for somebody to to give them permission or yeah, essentially. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. What do you think about Hard selling the and not letting people come off the call like without making a decision. Wait, that's
0: a that's a tricky. You know what? Yeah. Sales calls and and just as a quick pivot on that one, yeah. Sales, you can hear how in depth we're talking regarding the sales calls. It's a big thing, so just let us know how you find this. Make sure you comment, and if you want us to do some kind of sales training, then maybe able to do that because sales is such a big thing. In terms of hard selling, so we was on that mentorship and it was, you know already what I'm talking about, it was very hard selling, don't let people get off. And we had the other end of the spectrum where it's like, oh, just let them think about it kind of thing. So what I'm a big believer now is going with the flow. Um, and I, I try to say something where by that, when we get to that place, um, you know, where like I've found out a bit about them, I try and I judge how familiar they are with me. So if somebody's kind of been following me or us for a while and, you know, there's a a layer of familiarity, a bit of trust there, then I'll just, you know, take it away. Or if they just, you know, the the trust has just been built quite quickly, then we'll go towards that to that pitch. Um, If not, then I'll say, look, you know, they'll probably want to ask me the price, but I'll just say that. Look, if I want to say the price, then you're just going to hear the price. You're not going to hear nothing else. I need to explain to you how it works. You need to kind of let it sit, think about like you have to actually, you know, understand how exactly how it works, what you're gonna get, and be in a position where you're ready to say yes or no. I said, you know, let's break it up. We'll talk again. I'm gonna send you some bits, and then, you know, on that call, you'll be in a position to say yes or no. So, how we'll that answers the question, what I'm trying to say is that if we get to that place where it's a yes or no, then it's a yes or no for me, and you have to have some kind of commitment, verbal. And written contract or whatever. If it's not ready, then I won't put you in that position. If I don't feel like you're ready and I'll let you know, you know? And some people will even like, you tell them that and they'll still say, oh yeah, no, that's fine. Let's do it. And then they'll try to hit you with the, oh, I need to think about it. That my friend is a joker. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joker. And I'm, I'm going to give you the hard stop. I'm probably going to just tell you look, like, well, I just deal with commitment committed people. So yeah, man, I do do it, but I think just set yourself up for success, not failure. So I, I'm a hard, like, you know, make a decision, but I will judge like how, how the trust is. Yeah, and then Sometimes on. if it's too hard, you might lose people that could have signed up mm. or they might have signed up
1: on a cheaper program or a downsell but if you was like to them. I've grown people before where it's just like, well, this is not for you. <laughs> I did that today. You're not, you're not built for this. Like you're not
0: built to <laughs> I did it today,
1: you're bro. built to get a better body. Like you're always gonna be fat or whatever. Yeah, yeah I don't like, say that. But like, do. No, but like some people, yeah. like I remember this one guy, Canadian guy. I got him off LinkedIn and I just got to the end of the call. This guy's talking to me about he had a heart attack before. Da, 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 yeah. And yeah, I just I, you know some days you're fed up for the sales <laughs> yeah, call, yeah, bro. I, you know when you're fed up. Yeah. And I'm just like Bro, you, I, 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 I'm being honest with you. You're not just saying no to me, but you're saying no to your, to your family, family love, yeah, yeah. to yourself. And yeah. you're always going to be overweight because I can just tell by the way you're speaking to me right now that you don't have the mentality to change your body. And he was just like, "That's a little bit disrespectful. And I was like, well, you're disrespecting <laughs> yourself the way that you've been behaving. Yeah, And so just ended the call there, bro. i never heard from this guy again. But that's the thing. Coaches are a bit scared to do a hard sell. But my thing is, if someone says they need to think about it, you are never hearing from them again. It's, yeah. it's very rare. I would say out of a hundred calls, ten people that I need to think about, and I've let them go. Maybe I've heard back from one.
0: Yeah, yeah. But maybe two. Two I can think of right now off the top of my head. Yeah, it's no, quite rare. I'm with you. No, that's why. Like, I, that's why. Like I said, if you just meet somebody, who's very fresh. Let's say that the conversation was sparked a few days ago. Yeah, and you're on a call. You find yourself on a call with them. There's only a few objections, like they've have no money, uh, or they don't have enough money to pay for it, or they lack trust. And there's another one I can't I can't remember. But it's just... So it's it's fear, fear. logistical,
1: yeah, um, or it's logistical, or they genuinely need permission from somebody else. Somebody
0: else. Those are like actual real objections. Yeah. So if it's a, if it's a fear and like a trust, they don't have trust in the program, then that's when people need to think about it and you should probably give them time Chances. and don't even tell, but I try to avoid telling the, the price because then they're just going to think of you as that price. Yeah, People just really compartmentalize it like that. Um, if we've overcome that barrier, like I've given it a few days or a week, I've sent you, you know, this is the second call, I've sent you um, information, I've sent you my testimonials that, you know, really showed you at that point, if they don't want to, like you know, be honest, or they're telling me, about think about it, I'm gonna, you know, be very uh, uh blunt with it. Yeah, you know. But um, we're gonna have to wrap it up there, uh, short for time today. But we will be back. We're gonna talk about threads and everything like that. So we're gonna have to we're definitely gonna do that though, because we need to get that out of there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think threads is gonna be getting on threads is, might just be an opportunity for some of you coaches who are shit on the video. Yeah, to put it bluntly. Yeah, to even me, like
0: I'm gonna use it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fred's, Fred's way. I don't know. I'm half and half with it, but I, I think, um, any opportunity that is, is new, you need to explore it and you need to see what can be done and, you know, allocate some time towards it. Do you know what I mean? Even if you put like 5% of your uh, income into crypto when it first came out, it, it, could, yeah, have, it could have done a little something. for yeah, you. Know? True, true. So I think I, I do definitely get that. But If you've enjoyed what we've spoken about today, please drop us a comment, a like, subscribe to us on YouTube, share it with your friends, share it on your profile, and write a review. If you're on Spotify or Apple, it
1: really does help if you rate the podcast and give us a review. It takes two seconds. I would do it for you, so please do it for me.
0: Yeah, that's us, OHB Academy. Peace. Peace.